Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. DC Universe is coming. Teen Titans get sassy in their new trailer and Aquaman speaks out. Coming up on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the Great Hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Jazz hands. Yeah. <laughs> or two. Two. Yes. Two. Welcome to DC Movie News. I am your host, Elena Jordan, which means I am not Roxy Stryer. I am not Adam Gertler. I am not Mike Kalinowski. And I am not Johnny LaQuasto. All four of the DC Movie News team was called on a super secret mission to save the entire world. And uh, I was not invited on that mission, which is fine. It's fine. That means that I'm here, getting a hold down the fort. And I'm not by myself. I'm with one of my favorite people. Paul Ponte is here. Hey, all. How's it going? Very, very excited to talk about some DC movie news. It was a relatively slow news week, but we did get Absolutely some nothing news. has gone on in the world of comic book movies at all recently, so we got to talk about DC Universe. Yeah, there's nothing else to talk about. No other film. Nothing else going on. Nothing has happened this week. A barren week. wasteland, if you will. Only DC. <laughs> well, we did get some good news. DC Universe is officially coming. The streaming site that we've been teasing mm-hmm. a little bit for months now. We finally got some information. DC Comics website finally spilled a little bit of something. They said uh, they gave us a quote about DC Universe. They said it is a first of its kind immersive digital experience designed just for DC fans. And we don't really know what exactly that means. So this could mean a lot of things. What I'm hoping this means is diving into the treasure trove of other DC uh, properties that we've had in the past. Would I love to rewatch a bunch of Lois and Clark? Yes, I would. Would I love to rewatch a bunch of Smallville? Yes, I would. Is that what this means? We don't know yet, but I'd like to think so. I am hoping. I am hoping beyond hope that that is the case because it would be amazing. I, I would gladly pay. To have one source that I have all of everything from, like, Batman 66. Like, I'm going way back. Oh, yeah, there you go. Like, I want to go, like, way old school. Lois and Clark is very silly, but there's a special place in my heart as a young boy watching the show. And in the first episode, the montage of Clark trying on many different outfits to We Need a Hero. Oh, Uh, It was just a great moment in television for me when I was a kid. And, uh, yeah, I'd I'd watch it again, for sure. And I lost it when Terry Hatcher was on Supergirl. Because I'm like, she was Lois. This is brilliant. So I want to go back and see Terry Hatcher. She's a great Lois. And then wouldn't it be so fun to get to watch yeah. her as Lois and then watch her on Supergirl back to back on the same source, the same streaming network? And you get a lot Just of people saying. who are now into the Supergirl new stuff. And now they're going to go back and be like, I'll watch this stuff now that it's readily available. That's the thing. And so we do have, we know that there's going to be two live action shows, Mm -hmm. uh, Metropolis and Swamp Thing, which I wish Adam Gertler was here to talk about. Well, it's new because we also got Titans. We got a whole bunch of. Yeah, but just the live action. Oh, okay. We have, yeah, the two live actions. We know Swamp Thing was announced for 2019. Which I am so stoked about. I can't wait. Following Abby Arcane around, finding all the. And, And the fact that it's James Wan working on it is. Dude, that's why I'm most excited, because I cannot wait for Aquaman, and I just want to see more mm. and more and more of what James Wan has to offer for and that the means DC that, universe. That means that his experience on Aquaman was so good that he's like, can I also dive into television? Because that would be great. <laughs> dive in. Yes, he dive. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's, my, that's my pun dance. Uh, anyway, yeah. I love puns almost as much as I love the idea of all of our favorite TV shows being in one place. I would love it. <laughs> now, we also know that we're going to have 26 episodes of Harley Quinn. 
is going to be coming to it. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Titans, the logos look Young cool. Justice. Young Justice, though, they said that it's supposed to come out in the fourth quarter of 2018, mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. But then I know that a fan uh, tweeted out to producer Greg Wiseman, and his response was just hashtag no clue, hashtag not up to me. So that, who is it up to? <laughs> yeah. Who's it up to, producer Greg? Tell me yeah. what's happening. Uh, how about just don't respond? <laughs> <laughs> That's why, like, you guys know, like, you don't have to. I know yeah. Snyder's really set the bar with just being, like, the face of Vero, but you don't have to use your social media. Yeah. If you have nothing to say. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gone. Have you gone on Vero? I have not gone on Vero, and I know that I need to, because everybody is saying, it's the next thing, and the first million people, and whatever, know, it's free. And... I just know that the guy who runs it is not a, not a cool cat. Really? So I don't want to really support him. Uh, looking on that, uh, different subject than this. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing the dirt oh, today. I'm bringing ew. the dirt. I got my ears to the, gr- oh, to the ground over here. I'm so excited that you flew in. I think a lot of people don't know, too, that you actually fly in for this yes, show. Yes, I do. Uh, you have a invisible jet. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I'm the only one yes. here with no powers. Yeah. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> my power of insecurity. <laughs> so I'm really excited, too, because Teen Titans go to the movies. Mm-hmm. We've been kind of teasing this for a while. They released their full trailer. And Have you gotten a chance to watch it yet? I have. But I think I need a refresher. I, you know, I think maybe we should go ahead and throw that up. Batman Anthony in the booth. Do we got our Teen Titans trailer? Oh, check it out. The story of Batman's greatest ally. I love this too, the setup. And best friend in the whole world. Finally! Alfred, the movie. It's time to clean up this city. Sorry, Beast Boy. That actually does look pretty good. (laughs) Would you go see Alfred, the movie? More than I would see an Aunt May movie. (laughs) There was a Green Lantern movie, but. We don't, we don't talk about that. Oh, about shots me. fired. I'm afraid it's no. I only make movies about real superheroes. <laughs> Why don't they I take cannot wait for this movie. Titans, you guys are never actually doing anything heroic. Boom, Nick Cage. That wasn't even a crime and you didn't save anything. We save room for design. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's my superpower. The Batman v Superman, but it's Batman v Joker. Yes. So good. Deadpool. Deadpool. What? This is brilliant too. I thought Deadpool was a good guy. By the way, he should be saying that he's not me. Okay, because I came out way before he did. Nah, I'm pretty sure you're Deadpool. I am. If we can make him our arch nemesis, then they will see that we're worthy of a movie. I'm not interested in fighting a bunch of sidekicks. And I mean, a half it's a true. Robot. Everybody does have a movie. Yeah, you have to have your own movie. The whole world will be under my control. Destroy them. How big is your army? A hundred thousand. Halt for the mighty. I love that. That's a great joke. So good. The cast is just absolutely amazing. Tara Strong is Starfire. God, I love her. We're taking you down. How are you gonna do it? Are you gonna, are you gonna fart on me? You wanna have a dance off? You gonna annoy me to death with your waffles? I thought that Will Arnett as Lego Batman would just be untoppable, and I think having him as Slade. Yeah, I like it for a couple reasons. One, it looks like, yeah, it's definitely for kids as well. But I think there's enough good humor in there that it's it's a has crossover potential to, like, I'll watch it and I don't have children. I think it looks brilliant. I'm excited yeah. to see it, even as an adult. And I'm glad that this is going to potentially bring in a younger audience because I know with a lot of the TV shows, especially, like, the, the DC Girls and everything, um, really pushing and bringing in that younger audience, I think that this is great timing mm-hmm. and all the, the perfect movie all the self-referential and meta jokes yeah. all that great stuff which i'm a fan of uh the kids are into it so i know they're gonna enjoy that i'm very excited about it i think that it is very very cleverly done and because kind of talking about the social media aspects uh we know that the trailer and the little teaser footage that we've had is kind of 
lent itself out to some different social media advertising. Like, for instance, when Deadpool's trailer came out with its hardcore digs. Yes, of course. At DC, which, very Deadpool style. I can't hate on it. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. The mustache gate and everything. Yeah, I was of like, course. Brilliant, brilliant. But Teen Titans responded to uh, Deadpool when uh, Ryan Reynolds fired... On some shots fired. They responded with a tweet basically saying, hey, don't forget before you or Deadpool, you were also part of DC. And yes. then show the little gif of talking about how we don't talk about the Greenland. Yeah, in a movie with Taika Waititi as well. Yep. 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 It's, 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 uh... Which was actually a question I got wrong on the Schmodown. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. so. Mm-hmm. Oh. Personally bitter. <laughs> Tired to rub salt in the wounds. Yeah. Didn't realize. I'll just leave. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome, too, in this trailer, getting to finally have Nick Cage play so, Superman. So I love Nick Cage for multiple reasons, but for the main one is I had a very rare... Out in the wild, Nick Cage sighting. Oh. Yes. Uh, Do tell, like yes. Bigfoot. Uh, yeah. He uh, appeared out of a white limousine. What? Uh, yeah. In, in a steel horse he rides. And he was wearing a brown and black cow print jacket with cowboy boots. And what I can only describe as a floppy cowboy hat. A floppy cowboy like hat. Like a cowboy hat that you could easily, like... <laughs> like fl- flip it if you felt like it. Very thin brimmed, you know, like a floppy cowboy hat. Very strange. But since that day, I like him even more because he looked insane. <laughs> I love Nick Cage. I have loved everything I, because yeah. he just doesn't care. Like, and he loves Superman. Vampires kiss. Oh yeah, I love that he is. His he has a kid named Kal-El. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. He needs to be Superman. So we finally got to see in the trailer, got to hear him as Superman. So good for you, Nick Cage. Break out of that cage. Absolutely. And of course, like you mentioned, uh, Will Nick Arnett. Nick Uncaged. Yes. Uncaged the Beast. Uh, and then Will Arnett. <laughs> the Beast Boy. Uh, so many, so many references. Uh, <laughs> Will Arnett, of course, really enjoying the DC voiceover work. Yeah, the only thing, and I get that it's for a younger audience, but... Why is he Slade instead of Deathstroke? I like to. I, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because Deathstroke's going to be in one of the movies, and they're trying maybe? to. I don't know, or if it sounds like too menacing, or maybe if it's youth. funny because he's saying he's saying it in that old, like gruff tone. He's like, "I am," instead of saying Deathstroke. He's like, "I am Slade." Yeah. Yeah. I Illusions, guess. Michael. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, also, real quick, I don't know if you guys saw the original like Teen Titans. Uh, animated series but their main arch nemesis in that series was Slade yeah but that's I'm just confused as to why they're making a a whole big thing about like Deathstroke being before Deadpool I don't know I'd like to thank the person in the chat who called me a less skinny Cisco Ramon Um, I prefer that to the other way you could have rewarded that (laughs) thank you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Speaking of Nick Cage as Superman, uh-huh. one of my favorite things to talk about, the movie that almost was, that did not come to be, written by Kevin Smith, yes. directed by Tim Burton, starring Nick Cage as Superman. Uh, Superman, Superman lives. lives. Yep. Based off of the death of Superman. We talk about this occasionally on the show because this is the one movie that fans will not let die, and I'm one of them. Yeah, ironically, I, I really loved uh, the death of Superman Lives. What happened? I thought yeah, the it was, documentary. Yeah, I thought it was great, um, and it's so intriguing going back and looking at all the stuff from that incredibly insane movie. Yeah, that Brainiac was just gonna like fight a polar bear for no reason yeah. at one point, and Superman was gonna like fight a giant spider. Yeah, I. I was really into, in the earlier days of the internet, I was really into like looking up like rumors for what was going to happen. I remember when all these script ideas kept coming and then getting rejected. So I remember following a lot of this info. Tim Burton's going to have and then be, and being like, actually, never mind. It's not. Um, up until uh, Superman Returns finally came out. And then we all had put the kibosh on it for a while. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's insane. All the stuff in the documentary. If you haven't seen The Death of Superman Lives, what happened. Um, the shortest title in documentary history. Uh, <laughs> you should watch it. It's really good. It actually is. Is it on? I can't remember if it's on Netflix. So. I don't know. I bought the Blu-ray. 
It's really good. I know you can't yeah, support you can your local Amazon. creators. <laughs> um, but special effects artist Steve Johnson caught up with Dread Central and released some footage because in the movie Superman was going to die mm-hmm. and then was going to be brought back to life from the regenerative suit. Mm-hmm. We've heard of this regenerative suit, but now we finally get to see it. This is what it was going to look like. Yeah. Which, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm really into it. It looks like the holographic fanny packs that I'm like all about right now. So this was, <laughs> this was, I believe, right around the time DC did a really insane Superman run, Superman Red Blue, where Superman like electrified and turned into two Supermen, a red one and a blue one. And they had this weird S that looks like the one on the suit. And it's very straight. It's a weird run. It's a very weird, okay. uh, an idea that they promptly scrapped. <laughs> um, but yeah, Superman literally became like an electric dude who split into two different Supermen. Electric and he was, dude, also an amazing superhero name. That's what I would call myself, electric dude. Uh, Paul yeah. Electric Dude electric Ponte. Dude. You yes. heard it here first. Exactly. Um <laughs> But yeah, that so it's interesting that they definitely took inspiration from that because the S is very similar, and of yeah. course the electricity aspect of it. Um, but what a weird look that would have been. It's uh, very, but I'm here very for it. Odd. I actually I was super into it. It kind of looked like the uh, the underwater camera things that you see oh, of the jellyfish yeah, yeah. that fill with the, the down in the places that we shouldn't yes. go. We exactly. shouldn't go down there. Which I guess is what they felt about <laughs> Superman Lives. Is we yeah. shouldn't go. We, we shouldn't, shouldn't go, go down there. We shouldn't go down that path. That's it for us. So, Jason Momoa was talking about Aquaman recently and how it is different than Justice League. Um, There was some footage that was released at CinemaCon, Mm -hmm. and then he caught up with MTV's Josh Horowitz, was talking about Justice League. He said, Justice League, I'm assuming, they said college, but I'm assuming that he meant to say collage. Yeah, okay. Because it doesn't make any sense that Justice League would be a college other than the fact that Jason Momoa is an eternal frat boy who always smells like rum and happiness. And I just yeah, and love everything about and him. Guinness. And Guinness. Yeah. He's just always at the Guinness factory, by the way. I think they just let him in one time and he's like, I'm just going to keep coming then until they turn me away. And they Fun won't. Fun fact, cause, cause, Guinness is all brewed by Aquaman. Yeah. Who would turn down Jason Momoa? I just wanted to come over and hang out. I would. If Jason Momoa showed up. I would not turn him away. <laughs> I would not be like, no, let's not go throw some yeah. tomahawks into the walls. I'll yeah. do that in a second. Actually, I wouldn't because I'm not coordinated and I would just hurt myself. I just love the stories of the Game of Thrones, one of the Game of Thrones creator getting hammered on uh, on like an after party for Game of Thrones and playing Bloody Knuckles with Jason Momoa. Why would you do that? Why um, would you do that? That's just called You've Lost Your Hand. Yeah. Is that the tale of how uh, this man lost his hand? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Jason Momoa is a fun guy. So, um, oh. and he's so stoked about Aquaman, but he did talk about how it's going to be different. Yeah, he said, Justice League was like a collage. I'm not really sure what Aquaman was. It's just all on my shoulders. I had a great time. I think in Justice League, you had five other characters around you suffering equally the same. So it was kind of fun to endure that. But then, you know, got me ready to do my solo movie, which was challenging and tough and hard and super satisfying. Yeah. So... I mean, it's pretty cool. James Wan, I know, was talking about how he was inspired by kind of the older action movies that Steven Spielberg That got did. me very so excited, yeah. I Anytime that anything is described as old school Spielberg action movie to me, I immediately am on board. Yeah, and when somebody's really... I mean, Jason Momoa is a pretty stoked dude about everything, uh, but I feel like he really wants this to work both critically and financially. He really wants this to be a thing. Because I think he'd play Aquaman for like the next 10 years, if oh. given the uh, chance. So And I would watch it. Yeah, exactly. For forever. Um, so I'm excited. I, I have, I, And then, of course, there's a whole thing about, I, you guys probably talked about it or they talked about it on here before, uh, the CinemaCon test footage apparently was received very well. Very well. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm very excited. And it kind of leans more towards the, this is a whole... New thing we're doing now. Uh, they're, they keep trying to. World. Oh, that's a different. That's a different. It's, a, it's, movie. A, it's a whole different thing. A new fantastic <laughs> point of view. You know, it's just the whole thing. Yeah. That's the next team up I want to see is Aquaman yeah. meets Ariel. Ooh. Ah. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Look at this trident. Isn't it neat? <laughs> and then King Trident <laughs> is like, I also have a trident. <laughs> yes. We have that in common. Ha ha ha. He and does then... look like old man Aquaman. He kind and, of and does. And the Little Mermaid. I, Little Mermaid talk never, on DC Movie News. 
I'm never going to be able to look at King Trident the same. I'm always going to think of him as Old Man Aquaman. Now, Jason Momoa had nothing but good things to say. He also caught up with E.T. and had an interview where he said, I think Justice League, everybody got a a pretty refreshing look at what Zack Snyder intended for Aquaman. He's a little grump and gruffy. Now we get to know why he's that way. So we're in the origin story, and we're going to find out why he wasn't loved in Atlantis and why he wasn't loved on the surface. Now he has something that's beautiful that can help the world, and it's something bringing out to you even though you don't think you have it yeah i think well because aquaman is introduced to us so abruptly in justice league yeah it carries on but everyone loves aquaman because it's jason momoa and jason momoa can kind of he has enough charisma to kind of carry you in himself but now instead of just being like we love jason momoa now we can be in love with jason momoa as aquaman now that he's kind of going to grow into the role, going to swim right in. He's going to swim right yeah. in. I love yeah. it. I can't wait. I just want to see more and more of this movie. I know we saw a little bit, a couple weeks ago, we saw a little bit of what was not used in Justice League mm-hmm. kind of showing Atlantis. And so I'm hoping that this movie will really dive into that too because the visuals just looked absolutely incredible. So. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be people riding giant seahorses and all kinds of, it's going to be bonkers and I'm going to love it. I just can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. So somebody that we love just as much as Jason Momoa is our founder here at AfterBuzz, Maria Menuno. So if you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, for those who do, we got the perfect podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menuno's podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menuno's feature celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secret tips and tricks on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. So just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Favorite amount right there. Be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know that you guys uh, heard it from us. We're the ones who sent you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Check it out. So... In addition to uh, Jason Momoa talking about Justice League, I know that Zack Snyder had uh, some words to say less about Justice League, but had an image to go along with it for Gal Gadot. It was her birthday on Monday. Happy birthday, Gal. Happy birthday, Gal. We love you. Uh, Jason Snyder. uh, Sorry, Jason Snyder. Looking at Jason Momoa and Zack (laughs) Zack Snyder. Mixing them into one. (laughs) Zack Snyder's brother Jason had something to say about He was like, that's my brother. The end. Um, No, so Zack Snyder said that he wished a happy birthday to his dear friend, Gal. He also tweeted this photo that people are trying to figure out where exactly it could have been. I think maybe probably the Shrine of the Amazons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe more stuff about the mother box would have been going on. Uh, That's what I would assume. Well, because the arrow, we know, was shot queen... Um, Hippolyta shot the arrow to yeah. like from the shrine of the Amazons to say that Steppenwolf was coming. So it could have yeah. been that she was like, "Hey, let's go see Mom. And let's yeah. see what's going on. I brought my torch." Yeah, but I mean, we don't really know. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because Zack Snyder is. Um, we want to talk about a trooper, uh, a guy who went through with the the not the crap he had to go through, uh, only to get crapped on by a lot of other people. Um, only to still be like, hey guys, I still really love all the people I worked with. Happy birthday. Here's a nice image. And now, of course, when you when you release a new image, people still have stuff to say. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Us obviously, I, think, I think we can agree whether you liked or disliked Justice League. I liked it. Um, there is a lot more that we wanted to see. That's the big thing. And I know, I mean, I'm not going to camp outside with picket signs saying, give us the Snyder Cut, but... I do want to see more. I wish that there yeah. would have been a little bit more released in the the special features instead of. I mean, it's cool to yeah. see the black suit, but it's like, I mean, I wanted to see more than just the black suit. I wanted to see these scenes. I wanted to see where this came from. I wanted to see what Diana was up to. Ray Fisher tweeted out that, or um, Vero'd out. I keep wanting to say tweet, but I forget that like DC is like all Vero. Um, he sent out on Vero that picture of. Uh, cyborg at a football game oh yeah and everyone was like what what is this well, why is victor at this football game well we had that remember the original teaser had that shot of him playing football so i don't know if they would have like had him like going back and watching his college team play 
Maybe. Like all depressed as it's cyborg, like, no, I can't play football anymore. Like, sad. But, uh, He's more cyborg. Yeah. He is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. But yeah, that's, they also had like the Clark Kent Graves scene and all. There's so much that we know was filmed that we still haven't seen. So I feel like anytime that we get anything. I don't know. I get really excited, even if it's just a picture. Yeah, and then speaking of Zack Snyder stuff, um, so a wonderful DC alum has something to say about Zack Snyder. Yeah, Jim Lee has come to set the record straight because everybody has been saying, well, you know, it was because Snyder was fired. There's, yeah. there's all these rumors, like Snyder was like, There's a lot of actually going on on the internet. Yeah, actually. <laughs> actually, he was they fired. Said it was unwatchable. Before. The movie blah, was blah, unwatchable. Blah. All the test screenings. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I like to imagine all these studio execs are, are men sitting in like. Uh, early 20th century British Parliament, just like, no, 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 no. And then it's just South Park, like, rubble, rubble, rubble. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) Jim Lee has come forward and he has said, look, this is not the case. This is not what's going on. On Reddit, they uh, released uh, from Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo, where Jim Lee was talking in a panel saying, absolutely not. Snyder was not fired. It was his choice to leave at this tumultuous time for him and his family to go and spend time with his family. Yeah. So he has officially set the record straight. No, Snyder was not fired. Yeah. He chose to leave. Which makes sense. I mean, it's like, I don't think yeah. anybody can fault him for that because... There um, are extraneous circumstances. Your family comes first. And and even if that know. wasn't the case, can we just let it that go? Yeah. Can, do, do we have to, like, drag it through, even if it was true? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like, if it was true, then that's even worse. The man has been know, through enough. Leave him be. Yeah. You know, so, uh, to me, like, I don't even know why people are asking that kind of question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We just send all of our love and support to Snyder. Yeah. And I, I don't wish know how... I could get on board with Vero. I just can't. I just I just want Jim Lee to draw a very beautiful, very muscular middle finger to the people asking questions like that. Uh, it would be so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and somehow would have chest muscles just because that's his <laughs> his heroes just had the best chest <laughs> muscles you've ever seen. Jim Lee. See, I'm I'm all about it. I'm glad that he did come forward and say something that he was you know very vocal about. No, this is not the case. So everybody shut your mouth and stuff. Yeah. But in a much more eloquent way. Than <laughs> yes, nicer that. than me, which is why I don't speak for a studio. Right, which is why you don't draw middle fingers for studios. Exactly. I don't do it because I can't draw. Uh, Henry Cavill was talking about Man of Steel 2 and uh, has said that he is very excited to get back on board. He wants to, of course, do Man of Steel 2. He, we talked a little bit last week. Um, about his interview where he said he was having a lot of conversations, and now he has repeated that phrase again. With certain people. Is, was with a Collider. Thing he said. Yes, yeah. he said, uh, I'm having people. a lot of conversations behind the scenes with certain people, and we will hopefully be having conversations with other people who are also behind the scenes to make things start happening. It is very much in my desire to do a Man of Steel 2, a direct sequel to Man of Steel, and there is a whole bunch of Superman story that I want to tell. There's a whole style of Superman's character and I'm very keen to tell and I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Yeah. So we know that he definitely wants to do Man of Steel 2. We talked a little bit about this before too because he has one more appearance left on his contract. I think that that is actually going to be Shazam. I okay. think that Shazam is going to be that one and I this is the reason why. His manager is a producer on Shazam. If he kind of ends his contract with his Shazam appearance mm-hmm. when Man of Steel 2, which fans have already said that they wanted, which the net, which everybody on Warner Brothers seems to be on board. He's definitely on board. They could renegotiate his contract and potentially get more money starting with Man of Steel 2, starting with an entire mm. new set of multiple films all in one contract. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'd I, love it to. I think that would be really cool. Uh, to kind of lock him in for multiple more movies in the future. But, I mean, it's cool that he's at least saying that he definitely wants to do it. Yeah, I think uh, what I'm hoping these certain people, quotations are, um, is prospective directors, prospective writers, people who want to work on the film, and then the other people they have to talk to would be the people who run Warner Brothers, uh, probably to pitch an idea of what this movie would be. Uh, which is 
my hope, and it would be great to, uh, you know, that's my S-Shield, my hope. And uh, that's what I'm hoping they're doing because I want to see it. The, my only complaint of Man of Steel, and a lot of people have complaints of Man of Steel, you're wrong. Um, a lot of people have complaints of Man of Steel, it's too dark, it's too this, da 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 My only complaint of Man of Steel, I'll say it again, <laughs> is the fact that uh, I wish Superman talked more. Because I think Henry Cavill is naturally a very charismatic dude. He's amazing in Man from Uncle. You don't uh, see him as a strong, silent type? He can be that, but I think he could also do the the Chris Reeve charming Superman bit. And he has a little bit of it in the interrogation scene. And I would love for them to just let him be Superman in the movie a bit. Um, more than they did in Man of Steel. Even though, like I said, I really like Man of Steel. Well, I think that, that is, that's a really good point, too. And having kind of a second helping of Man of Steel, I yeah. think that would probably give us a little bit more opportunity. And talking about how we want Henry DeCavill to talk a little bit more, why don't we let him talk a little bit? He had an interview uh, elaborating a little bit more about Man of Steel. Let's check it out. Oh, man, look at those cheekbones. <laughs> look at that jaw. When are we going to see you as Superman again? I can't answer that definitively right now. Oh. Uh, but I'm hoping sooner rather than later. I've been talking to Fun fact. certain people. Uh, and hopefully, we're going to start. That music just started playing when he speaks. That just happens. Those calls. Yeah. And that wasn't added in post. He just speaks, and epic music starts behind him. So glad to hear him say that he definitely yeah. wants it to be sooner rather than later. I just don't know when it's going to be. I'm hoping that we get some more definitive news sometime soon. Yeah, I really want. Like I said, I saw Man from Uncle, uh, a criminally underrated movie that should have not bombed as it did. Um, and I want to see him in more stuff. And I think if he comes out with a really well received another, another Superman movie, I don't think they'll call it Man of Steel two, just because I, I feel like they're trying to. Else. I feel like they're trying to kind of separate. You know, give it me Man of Tomorrow. Give me something like that. I'm cool with that. You know, I would like that. Uh, Man of Tomorrow also, you know, it leads towards a, a, a new day of Do you of think things. that they would have Superman in the title, though? Because I kind of feel like maybe they would. Superman, Man point. of Tomorrow. Or maybe just Superman. Maybe just Superman. I mean, there wasn't, or technically, because the first Superman's called Superman, the movie. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it technically Ooh. wasn't called Superman. Superman, well, the movie. Well, Teen Titans told us, you're no one until you have a movie. Yeah. So they just wanted to stress. The movie. The movie. <laughs> I wish they did it to all of them now. Just Batman, Aquaman, the, the movie. movie. Yes. And it's always said in exactly that tone. That's every exactly trailer. the tone, yeah. And that's all we get. That's all we get. One Vero post and just the title. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> So, Flashpoint, we know, is not going to be called Flashpoint anymore. We know that it's going to be a Flash movie, an untitled Flash movie that's going to have something that's been reworked. We've talked a little bit about this, how we think that's probably a good call to not go ahead and upset the entire DCEU that we are just now finally starting to establish. But with the movie that shall not be named, that was not DC. That came out this week. I'm not aware of any movie you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's um, nothing. Are you talking about that Overboard movie with Anna Faris? That's 100% what I was talking about. Yeah, I heard about. they broke a lot of records. Anyway. Yeah. There was uh, yeah. not a comic book movie about an endless quarrel. I don't know. No. No idea. But yeah. if there were, it might have inspired some fans like Brian mm. Zapp on DeviantArt to make this amazing Flashpoint poster. Look how epic this is. This kind of makes me wish that there was a Flashpoint movie. Yeah. It's... They made it more interesting. Like, I t- looking at this, like, I was kind of skeptical about... Skept- I can't talk. Skeptical about a Flashpoint film. But looking at this visual kind of makes me want one. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, if this... I, I think that they just need to offer this man a job. I think they just need to go on DeviantArt and just start... Yeah, look at this. Detail on this. Yeah. All of the characters brilliantly, brilliantly laid out. Yeah, Zeno Hour on the poster. chat says, too early for Flashpoint. I agree, it is too early it's for Flashpoint. It's way too early for Flashpoint. But, but this does get me excited for the idea of it, at least. This poster is yeah. incredible. I, I hope that there is, at some point, a TV... Or a, a, a team-up movie that has everybody all together in this type environment. And I feel like at some point they will, but it is too early to have Flashpoint now because we are just establishing the universe. We don't need to upset the order that has not even yet been fully established. So that being said, 
somebody who has established who is uh, disrupting an order that has been established movie pass <laughs> uh let fans know and unceremoniously this week with no emails no sort of previous knowledge that now they have changed the terms of their service if you purchase movie pass now you can only get three months of it iHeartRadio is attached but you can only watch four movies a month Mm-hmm. Instead of their previous one movie every day for the yeah. month. And on top of that, this is the big thing. You can't rewatch movies. If you watch a movie once, you cannot go watch it again. So this actually was their previous uh, rule. Because I've had Movie Pass for three years. And a lot of people are going to go, Movie Pass is three years old? Yes, it is. I had it for a long time back when it was like $30 a month. Yeah, it used which, to be really expensive. Which it used when, to be the tiered system, Yeah, too. and that's when I was... Um, gainfully unemployed at the time uh so i was able to i literally went to five or six movies a week i used the crap out of that pass uh but yeah before you were not able to check into the same movie twice so now they're going back to that which which is interesting because i don't understand why that matters i think it's just because i think it does because people get lazy and just not use it because they don't want to see a different movie honestly i think that it would have with Infinity War, the movie that shall not be named. I'm saying it. Uh, they've changed it basically this week when it came out. And I think it's because a lot of people were probably going to go back and rewatch it a lot. Mm. And the reason that this is an issue, and the reason that this is even being brought up on the show, is because this could potentially change the way that movies are tracked mm. exponentially. Because... Black Panther had a huge release. Multiple people went and saw it multiple times using their movie pass. The studios get paid the same amount of money whether you use movie pass or whether you're paying out of pocket. So they're still making that amount of money. That is going towards the overall amount that the the box office take. So what that means is that this now would cut down on the box office take for potentially all movies, including upcoming DC EU movies if we can't go and see the same movie multiple times. Like Wonder Woman, if you had the movie pass, you could go and see it multiple times. Yeah, so... So that could be part of why Wonder Woman made so much money is because multiple people, again, mm. myself included, wanted to see it multiple times. Yeah. Whereas if that restriction was put into place where you can't have your movie pass, you have to pay out of pocket, that could potentially hinder some people going to see these movies again. So if this is not changed... By the time that our slate comes out, this mm-hmm. could potentially affect the box office gains that are then held to the standards of Black Panther. So, as a person who's had this service back when that was the rule, um, I will say that when a credit card charges you, all it says is blank theaters, Cinemark theaters, Regal theaters, AMC theaters. If you to che- if were to check in on the app for a movie... At around the same time as the movie that you were trying to watch again, and theoretically were to instead purchase a ticket for the movie you are rewatching, there is nothing uh, anyone could do about it, which is why, according to my movie pass, um, I saw multiple Medea films. Uh, because. But this is the same thing. This is why yeah. this is problematic. Because then that box office gross goes to Medea, not to DC. But the, no, it that's the thing. It does it because you buy with a card for MoviePass. So I say on the app I'm buying a ticket to Medea, and instead I buy a ticket to my superhero movie. But with MoviePass, you check in, and it has yeah. where, and that's that's the reason. It's because the man who uh, founded Netflix mm. also founded uh, movie pass and is able to use that marketing research to see what. Oh yeah, their purchasing. marketing research will be off. Yeah, so the but whole I can still point, buy a ticket to whatever. That's, yeah, <laughs> but that's the issue: is then that credit is going to a different movie, whereas that could then hinder the mm-hmm. amount of money that Warner Brothers could make from these DC films when they're going I, to purchase for the secondary viewings for Netflix, for Hulu, for various streaming services. When when a, a service like MoviePass changes as much as it has over the last three or four months, um, I think there's holes in the bottom of this boat. <laughs> um, so this might not be something we have to worry about for very long. <laughs> I do. I am very sad because it seemed too good yeah. to be true. And typically when that's the case, it means it's short-lived. Yeah. I wish I would have used it more. I have it, but, you know, I wish that I would have gone every single day when I could have gone every single day. But... Hopefully, it'll get all the kinks worked out, and it won't affect the numbers too much for when our upcoming slate 
is coming out. Um, now, one movie that is kind of up in the air that we got a little bit more uh, solidification. <laughs> yes, the George okay. Clooney film, Up in the Air. We're going to talk about that for the rest of the show. Okay, former Batman, uh, George Clooney. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Anna Still Kendrick, a let's throw yeah. it in. Um, no, so Batgirl. Anna know. Kendrick, who was in the, uh, the Accountant with Ben Affleck, current Batman. Oh, anyway. look at that! It's like, it's like six, degrees six degrees of, of Batman. Yeah, six degrees of Batman. I like it. Yes. I like it. So, Joss Whedon recently spoke out about. Uh, kind of clarifying some rumors as to why he left Batgirl. Mm. Um, because there were some people saying, you know, he had said before that he didn't really have a story. He didn't know where he was going with it. To clarify a little bit, he did a recent interview with Variety where he said, quote, it had been a year since I f- first pitched the story. A lot happened in that year and I felt that some of the elements might not work as well and the story kind of crumbled in my hands. There were elements that I just hadn't mastered and after a long time I felt like it wasn't, go- I felt like I wasn't going to. So I told people that that I didn't have an idea, which isn't exactly true. I had an idea, and it just didn't fit into the space that was left for it. So it was a little heartbreaking because I was so excited about it, but I'm currently working on something of my own, and there's nothing more exciting to me than that. So I think that's kind of just a, a light allude, kind of alluding to the Me Too movement. I think that's what a lot of people well, are kind he, of interpreting it as he had some of. stuff go down. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, considering that Christina Hodson was brought in pretty much immediately, I yeah. feel like, and you know, I think having females kind of representing females is important right now, and I yeah. think that he knew that. And I, I love Joss Whedon. I'll always say I love Joss Whedon. I'm like, you made yeah. Buffy. That was my female empowerment as a child. I just wanted to be Buffy, so. I'm all about it. I think that he made the right move, kind of stepping down, saying, let's let some females take yeah, the helm. Yeah, take a, take a different property. Yeah. And then he's That's still, fine. and the fact that he's still working on his own thing is pretty cool. And Kathy Ann now has a chance to step in. And yes. I'm excited about that. Absolutely. I think overall it's going to be, it, it's, a, it's a good move. I say, go Joss. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not? Do your thing. You know, it's, I, lo- I, lo- I love pretty much everything Joss Whedon's done. Um, there's even certain a- elements of the way action is directed in earlier movies of different types uh, that is now directed differently in their newer films. I'm not going to say their names. Uh, but he directed films, and I really like the way he directed action in his. I, I think he's a great director. Yeah, so yeah. But... I also think that everybody who's going to work on these new movies are going to be really, really good, too. So I'm excited about it. Speaking a little bit about what we have coming up on the slate, since it is a little bit of a lighter news week, we figured we might wrap up a little bit by kind of going through the upcoming slate and talking a little bit about what movies we do have kind of on the docket, starting with Black Hawk, Steven Spielberg, recently stepped yeah. up. And said, so what are, what are your feelings on that? Talking about it's, classic action directors, Spielberg himself, that we say is who we get excited when people say they're inspired by. What do you think about him actually taking over for Blackhawk? I think it's a really interesting call. Um, a surprising one. Just because, you know, I, I was surprised when he took on Ready Player One. Just because I feel like he's not a he's not a very nostalgia-driven... I still wish I would have seen an Edgar Wright Ready Player One, but... That's neither here nor there. I wish I would have seen an Edgar Wright Ant-Man. And uh, so I'm excited purely because he doesn't really make bad movies. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. At the worst, they're passable. (laughs) So I think The only reason that I wasn't in love with Ready Player One was because I loved the book so much. And part of what I loved in the books Mm. with all of the Spielberg references that he took out because he felt it would be a little narcissistic referencing himself. But having him take over Blackhawk, I think... I think this is a good move. And it's very interesting that he's taking it on Blackhawk. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I see, like, Steven Spielberg directs Superman. Oh, what? Like, that's what I see. But, but I think yeah. that it's genius to have kind of the, the Aquaman mentality of having a big name with mm-hmm. kind of a smaller named character or a yeah. lesser known character because then you have one to kind of lift the other. Yeah. There you so, um, also, we know Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Still in the works. Uh, not really quite sure 
what that means for like Gotham City Sirens, if that's going to be kind of the same thing, if that's going to change, if it's going to be two separate movies, like was initially. So, so that one's still kind of up in the air. We're figuring out a little bit more about that. Batgirl, we talked about. Um, Wonder Woman 2. Very excited about Wonder Woman 2. What are your thoughts? Wonder Woman 2 is uh, the movie I'm most excited about in pretty much any comic book thing because I love the first one so much. Uh, besides Man of Steel 2 because I just really want to see a Superman movie again. Uh, but yeah, Patty Jenkins killed it the first time, going to kill it again the second time. And she's going to do it with a bigger budget because the first yes. movie doesn't actually have the most gigantic budget. It's actually pretty modest by superhero standards. And, uh, but she still I managed to do great. I think they didn't really have the faith then that yeah, but now, now she has proven yeah. that she And Kristen can... Wiig, come on. I'm, I'm oh fully God, in. Oh, God, I I'm fully in. I'm wigging out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kristen wigging it out. Kristen wigging out. Yeah. Uh, also pretty exciting, the new gods. Warner Brothers has said Ava, uh, Ava DuVernay, who did A Wrinkle in Time. Yes. It's going to be taking the helm on that one, which is also pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm excited for that. She's a really good director. Uh, Wrinkle in Time, I haven't seen it. I still haven't I've seen I've heard it. mixed things, but I've also heard it's quite the unfilmable book. <laughs> so, yeah, and I heard that her yeah. visuals were incredible, and I feel like for New Gods, that's going to be a big thing, is making sure that the actual cinematic scope of it is really brought to life. So I, I have full faith that she'll be able to... Yeah, Zeno Hour is pointing out Birds of Prey and Gotham City Sirens are they pretty much the same project? It's like, yeah, I think I think these are we got some very wiggly lines with a lot of these yeah. right now. I almost feel like gonna they're gonna hold that. put a pen in Gotham City Sirens and have it be a proposed sequel to Birds of Prey. Ah, maybe introduce um, some characters, then have them. This is what I'm hoping. The way that because Harley Quinn is my girl, that's my character. I love her entire story arc. I mm. love. A lot of people don't know just how truly messed up her relationship is with Joker, and I feel like that was really downplayed in Suicide Squad. So I'm hoping that Birds of Prey will really highlight that relationship. That we will see more of Joker, and we'll see him psychologically abusing her more and kind of her girl gang lifting her up and then hopefully in Gotham City Sirens uh, moving into her relationship with Poison Ivy. But we'll we, see. We know we'll the see. new... By the way, chat, we know the new God's News is is older news. We're going right. through the slate right now. Yeah, we're just going through the slate. <laughs> we're just kind of doing a, a yeah. little rundown of what we got going on. We know Joker and Harley Quinn um, going to be coming out as well. Uh, the Joker itself which Joaquin Phoenix is still being so weirdly elusive about. Yeah, um I'm that's another one I'm very interested to see what it is. Uh, I I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a standalone by itself film and I'm cool with that. I I'm, I'm yeah. I like the freedom of being able to make certain movies that don't necessarily have to tie into a larger narrative. Because we are separate. We're DC. We're not the MCU that has to have everything I've never heard connect that term. with uh, everything. <laughs> and that's part of what I like. And I know a lot of people have differentiated the two for that reason. It was really hailed the MCU having all of that kind of coherent storylines that mm-hmm. all run through each other. But the fact that we're able to have multiple Jokers, I think, is really cool. Um, Suicide Squad 2 is going to be coming out. The Batman, Aquaman. Wait, wait. We got Shazam. Some kind of sequel to Suicide Squad? Some kind of Suicide Squad? Um, Black Adam, the Untitled Flash Project. Deathstroke, really excited about that one. And uh, Justice League 2, Green Lantern Corpse, and Nightwing. Yeah. And Lobo. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of these. And that, Justice League Dark. Yeah, there's and a Booster lot of Gold. <laughs> and Man of Steel too. We yeah. have a lot. I'm thinking about like There's a lot of ideas in the air right now. This is this is like Guillermo del Toro on a Wednesday. Like he just had there's so many ideas up in the air. We don't know which ones are fully going to going to get made, except for of course Shazam and Aquaman. They're you know, they're pretty yeah, much done those filming we, them. Yeah. Uh but anything that's not in the can though could be anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh no, but these are the ideas that they have running around. I think I almost wish we were in the pre-internet days because there's a lot of these we probably wouldn't even be hearing about if it wasn't for the. That's true. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these are just more ideas than anything else. But one thing that definitely has been kind of inundated as well, content-wise, is TV. So I think it's about that time oh. for. <laughs> In the great hall of the Justice League. Oh, look at that. It's time for Roxy Strauss TV time. All the girls think Johnny's fine. Adam's cooking so divine. Also Mikey Christmas time. DC movie news, it's time to talk. TV time. So we don't really have
have much for TV time. This was more of a uh, tribute to Roxy Stryer, wishing she was here. Uh, I got a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've if anyone out there has been watching, uh, you know, the the CW universe stuff, I'm still a huge fan of it. I think Legend of Tomorrow finished up a few weeks ago, but mm. Flash is still going strong right now. Supergirl. Um, Supergirl. Flash, actually, Supergirl, I'm not too crazy about the actress who plays Rain, so her storyline's mm. suffering a bit because of that uh, for me, but... Uh, I thought all the stuff with the Thinker and the Flash has been really good. It started off very, this season, very, uh, I don't know where this is going, but now I kind of feel like there are real threats. There are real problems in this universe. Um, There are consequences to what's happening. And characters are being introduced, and they're dying, and it, it, it feels like there are more stakes, and it's more real, and it's not just, uh, like, fluff. Yeah, and I think that's what's Arrow making this one really good. Arrow is the problem for me. Arrow's kind of losing me a little bit for that reason. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, Arrow this year this year has just been a lot of like. It's kind of missed the mark. I don't trust you. Yeah. You don't trust me. Yeah, <laughs> but at least we're not on an island and we're not in Russia. So yay. yeah, that's true. Lucifer has been great. That, that and... really bad uh, cave dwelling girl in was it last season yeah. with the horrible accent. Man, you killed my brother. <laughs> that that. <laughs> So I would say, yeah, pretty much everything that's on right now is really good. We have a little bit less than we have been, and we don't have as much casting news because the seasons are kind of winding down a little bit, but yeah, still, I'm excited about everything, and hopefully they'll also bring these TV shows to the DC Universe streaming site as well. Yeah, that's because right now they have, they have contracts that are all on Netflix, the older seasons. Yeah. So when do those contracts end? And then, are they going to switch over to just being on the DC stuff? To Justice... Like just being on, the, being on okay. the TV. Oh my gosh, all the old cartoons. Oh. Yeah, see, wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, I'm man. all about it. Yeah, oh. dang it. But I think that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you, Paul, so much for oh, joining us. Uh, do you us. have something to say about Lucifer? Because someone's screaming Lucifer in the chat. Lucifer, I'm behind on. So just talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. Talk about how great Lucifer is. Talk amongst is. yourselves. I know. I can go right to hell for not being <laughs> up to date on Lucifer. Um, but we do have to get out of here, unfortunately. We do. Paul, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. This has been so fun it holding was. it down. Tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, I do a podcast called The Screen Watchers Guild. Uh, Thescreenwatchersguild.com. Uh, been a little iffy on the episodes lately, but we just reviewed... Uh, a movie this week. Some movie. It came out. I forgot what it's called. Uh, but if you want to check out that review, it's on there. Um, and if you want to check out me and talk to me on Twitter, it is the Paul Ponte. The Paul Ponte. Nice. I am your host, Elena Jordan. You guys can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. You can also find Batman Anthony in the booth at Tony B Tony underscore Roxy Stryer at Roxy Stryer Johnny LaQuasto at Jay Quasto Mike Kalinowski at Mike Kalinowski and Adam Gertler at Adam Gertler and you can find us every week here on the Popcorn Talk Network. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. A whole new world. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.